Backyard Green Films is proud to present this episode of Agriculture with your host, Alara Bowman. Alara and her husband, Rick, travel throughout the land in their new trailer that they have nicknamed Bessie, bringing you stories about their travels and the people they meet. They visit farmers, ranchers, and just about anyone who loves putting their hands in the dirt or their feet in stirrups. For the past few years, they have been filming a documentary entitled The Holstein Dilemma, Heritage Breeds and the Need for Biodiversity, which will be coming out this fall. In those travels, they have gotten to meet some very interesting people. Here's one of those interviews. Hi, this is Alara. Welcome back to our podcast. We've been on the road for 38 days, traveling about the country in our new-slash-old little 1990 trailer named Bessie and our newly named new-slash-old forerunner, which we've started calling the Little Mule. Bessie and the Little Mule has a ring to it, and that moniker has stuck like glue by the time we left New Mexico on the second day. The dairy cow reference is purposeful, but we have to admit our little Bessie is no slouch. She's made this trip like a trooper, and she's followed the little mule faithfully across the country and back, with a few side trips in there as well. Bessie is actually more like an American milking Devon. A little bit of mass to her, though not as big as many in her weight class, but she moves right along, and sometimes more than we expected her to. This is particularly apt if you've been listening to our podcast over the last month on this Great American Cattle Drive 2020. And the little mule's been chugging along, pulling valiantly all the way. They make a great little team, especially for us, we think. And they do a mean Bowman left. And the somewhat new thing, the Bowman U-turn as well. They do that too. This trip we've been on has been a long one. If you're listening to this podcast on the day of its release, we are somewhere on the road between the geographical center of the state of Utah and San Diego. Rick has vowed that we're going to sleep in our real bed in our own house tonight, even if he has to drive until midnight to do it. Home. About a week ago, we left the Seed Savers Exchange in Decorah, Iowa, and the GPS told us that the straightest route home that avoided most everything we were trying to avoid, Sturgis, was through Lincoln, Nebraska, and it followed the Platte River along the bottom third of the state. The route went through the hills and plains and dry rolling sage of southern Wyoming, and then across the mountains down to Salt Lake City in Utah. And that would bring us through the southern tip of Nevada to California. But on the way home on this adventure, we decided to follow the path that was part of the other great, and sometimes not so great, drives out west. At the suggestion of Raleigh Johnson of Three Eagles Ranch, who is our newfound milking Devon Oxen Westward Expansion historian, we took a little detour. Now, most everything on the due west portion of the GPS route, at least through Nebraska and Wyoming and almost into Utah, is what we refer to as Interstate 80 in the modern age. But what we forget when we look at all the mini malls and truck stops and pavement along the way is that a few hundred years ago, they called that general line the Oregon Trail and the California Trail and the Bozeman Trail and the Mormon Trail. And for a little bit, it was also the Pony Express Trail. Many of those famous routes split up after that to go north or south or west. But for a little while there, through Nebraska and Wyoming, they all run together. 
It's no coincidence that the Platte River was the common denominator there, and those who succeeded in making it to a new place to call home can thank that river. Water is life, as we are now realizing in the modern age. Rick and I traveled for days in a car going 60 miles per hour and lost track of the number of times we crossed that river as we drove through. It's said to be one of the most significant tributary systems in the Missouri watershed, and the drainage includes water that starts in the Great Plains and the Rocky Mountains of Colorado and Wyoming. At Raleigh's recommendation, we took a quick little side detour up from the Cheyenne area, and we did the little bump in the map off the I-80 that followed the trails. We stopped at Fort Laramie and saw the wagon ruts that are still visible in Guernsey State Park and took a moment to see the names carved on immigrant and independence rocks. It was well worth the trip, and if you have any history in your soul at all, we recommend it heartily. I will tell you, though, what they told the pioneers. Be careful what time of year you decide to take the trip. This is Wyoming, after all. After our travel this week, I have a new appreciation for the fortitude it took to be a pioneer in that time. It wasn't always a just movement to the people who were here first, and it was definitely a time of hardship for nearly everyone who trod the trail. But by God, it took gumption. 34,000 people died on the Oregon Trail alone, and they say there was one grave dug every 100 yards, all in search of fertile and free land out west and the chance at a new life. If you've ever played the computer game The Oregon Trail when you were little, maybe you can relate to this. I usually ended the game by succumbing to cholera. But after traveling through Wyoming for two days in August, in high tourist season, at the beginning of the Sturgis Rally and during a pandemic, I think I need to add a few categories for what my digital mortality would no doubt be in this day and age. Next week, we'll bring you another interview with one of the interesting people we met on our journey, as well as a bit more about the turns and twists we expected, and a few we didn't. I hope you join us. Until then, thank you for listening and driving along with us for the last 700 miles on the Great American Cattle Drive 2020. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe. This is how we keep going. And please tell your friends to join us. Please feel free to post any questions or comments that you might have to our social media sites. Our Twitter feed is at Backyard Green Films, spelled B-K-Y-R-D-G-R-E-E-N-F-I-L-M-S. Our Instagram is at Backyard Green Films. B-A-C-K-Y-A-R-D-G-R-E-E-N-F-I-L-M-S Our Facebook is Backyard Green Films. Our YouTube URL is youtube.com Backyard Green Films. We would like to thank you all for joining us on this adventure of the Great American Cattle Drive 2020 with special thanks to the American Milking Devon Cattle Association. If you'd like to find out more information about the American Milking Devon, please go to the American Milking Devon Cattle Association. You have been listening to Agriculture with your host, Alara Bowman. Please tune in for more upcoming episodes from our travels. I'm Rick Bowman, your behind-the-scenes editor. Until next time.
appreciate you following along with us on this podcast the last few weeks. And we'd like to say a special thanks to all those people who allowed us to visit with them, park our camper in their front yard, and sit down with us socially distanced, of course, and have a talk with us. This has been a presentation of Backyard Green Films Productions, All Rights Reserved.